Thank you for listening to the Sleep Mode Podcast. For the past two years, we've been helping sleep-deprived gamers get some well-deserved rest. And now, Sleep Mode is on Patreon. When you become one of our Patreon supporters, you'll get 48-hour early access to new Sleep Mode episodes. You could speedrun into Dreamland with our Story Mode cuts. Plus, you'll gain entry into our private Discord server, where you can hang out and chat with the Sleep Mode team. And if you become a Dream Wizard level supporter, you can shape the story of future podcast episodes and possibly get selected to be a guest star on Sleep Mode. There's downloadable wallpapers of our channel artwork, ad-free videos, sneak peeks. Oh, and did I mention that you could become a Patreon supporter starting at just $1 a month? Become a Sleep Mode Patreon supporter by visiting patreon.com goodnightgamers, or you could click the link in the description below. Thank you so much again for listening to Sleep Mode. And now, let's get on to the episode. Hello there. Welcome to Sleep Mode. Bedtime stories and guided meditations for gamers. Presented by Glitch Creative Labs. Please be sure to not listen to this recording while driving, operating heavy machinery, or while riding on your well-armored horse. The goal of this episode of Sleep Mode is to help you relax and unwind after a long day of work or play, so you can put down the controller and get some rest. If you enjoy your time with us, please subscribe to our channel and give this episode a thumbs up. Sleep Mode is now on Patreon. Become a Sleep Mode supporter to get access to our private Discord community, where you can chat with other sleepy gamers, and even directly influence future episodes of Sleep Mode. You'll also gain 48-hour early access to each new episode, exclusive sneak peeks, and you'll unlock Story Mode, where we skip the intros and guided meditations and get straight to the bedtime story. We also give a lucky supporter a shout-out in each episode. This episode goes out to Audra O'Toots. You're the best, dudes. Thank you for helping us build our channel. Now then, it's time to get some rest. Sleep Mode, The Elder Scrolls Oblivion, a perfectly dark bedtime story for gamers, begins in 3, 2, 1. My name is Uriel Septim VII. I was born 87 years ago. For 65 years I've ruled as Tamriel's emperor, but for all these years I have never been the ruler of my own dreams. I've seen the gates of oblivion, beyond which no waking eye may see. Behold, in darkness, a doom sweeps the land. This is the 27th of last seed, the year of Akatosh 433, and I am dead. A bit spooky, I know, but this is not a ghost story, nor is it a story about my life. This is your story. You just don't know it yet. In all my years serving as emperor, I've learned one thing to always be true. 
The greatest adventures are often unexpected, and a hero can be found in the most unlikely of places. Right now Cyrodiil is at a crossroads, as if the usual bandits, goblins and vampires were not enough to make a person lose sleep. There are even more sinister deeds at work. No longer content with remaining in the shadows, the forces of Mehrun's Dagon, the Daedric Prince of Ambition, Disaster and Destruction, have begun invading our lands through rips in reality called Oblivion Gates. Yes, these are dark times indeed, but a ray of hope still shines in the night. A hero has taken up their sword to fight for the salvation of the Empire, and surely all of Tamriel. Oh, don't worry. I'm not exactly coming to you in your dreams to ask you to fight a horde of bloodthirsty demons. Trust me, it wouldn't be a pretty sight. All you need to do is to find something that has been lost. Forgive me for being cryptic. I am the ghost of your recently deceased Emperor, talking to you from beyond the grave, after all. So, a little mystery is in order. Plus, it adds a bit of flavor to the story. But I digress. I understand that this might be a bit much to take in. So, let's take a moment to clear your mind and get your body ready for your journey. We shall use an ancient meditation ritual that has been passed down through generations of my family since the days of Tiber Septim. It is my honor to share it with you. Now then, let's begin. Find a tranquil and comfortable space that is free from distractions, where you can embark on a soothing journey of relaxation. Begin by stretching out your body and allowing the accumulated stress within your joints and muscles to lift. Let your thoughts be immersed in the essence of the warrior, whose unrivaled strength knows no bounds. Stretch your arms gracefully towards the sky, then gently rest them behind your head cradling your neck with both hands, as if showcasing your muscular prowess for the fans of the fight pits. As you hold this pose, take in a deep breath. Now exhale and release any tension that may still linger within you. Once more, breathe in deeply from your nose and hold it for just a moment and exhale. Let go of all negative emotions that no longer serve you or bring honor to your house. Inhale once more, feeling the tranquil energy fill your being. Hold it, embracing the serenity within. And exhale, as you allow your arms to return to a naturally comfortable position by your sides. Now, let us tap into the arcane mysteries of the mage, whose mystical spirit commands the primal forces of nature. Extend your arms in front of you and hold this pose for a brief moment. Sense the burgeoning power within them, as warmth and vitality begins to surge through your limbs. Now spread your fingers wide, as if conjuring a blazing barrage of lightning bolts against a fierce Daedra Lord. Remain in this position, relishing in the sense of unlimited potential. Relax your hands now and allow your arms to find a comfortable resting place. 
experience the gentle warmth radiating from your arms as a soothing wave of tranquility that permeates your entire being. As this serene energy envelops you, contemplate the enigmatic secrets of the thief whose razor-sharp wit and swift dagger carve a path through shadows. In the heat of battle, a dashing rogue survives by using graceful agility. So let us pay attention to our nimble toes. Point your feet downwards, as if stealthily treading on your tippy toes. Feel a gentle pressure building in your calves and around your ankles. Now, release the stretch and surrender to the comforting warmth that permeates your weary muscles. Clench your toes, as if forming a mighty fist with your feet. An amusing image indeed. Hold this position for just a moment. I have faith in your ability to sit still and relax. And once again, release the stretch. Repeat this action, clenching your toes as you feel the pressure gradually intensifying within, allowing the energy to ebb and flow. The healing warmth can now freely traverse through the lower half of your body, soothing and revitalizing your spirit with each passing moment. Very good, brave soon-to-be adventurer. Within you now resides the power of the warrior, the spirit of the mage, and the skill of the thief. Take a moment to cleanse your mind of any troubles or doubts that burden you. The journey ahead is riddled with dangers, but I believe you are up for the challenge, and if you are not, well, being a ghost isn't so bad. The dawn approaches, that means my time with you is up. Your adventure awaits you. Good luck. The song of morning birds and the whinny of the horses locked in their stables greet you. You open your eyes to a brand new day. Not that anything new or exciting ever happens to you most days. Actually, nothing exciting ever happens to you since you became the apprentice to Horsemaster Jaylee. A more than ill-tempered Arconian stablemaster. And that's saying something. Considering lizard folk aren't the most friendly of people, even on a good day. You mostly spend your time mucking the stables, tending to the horses, and running whatever odd errand Jaylee requires. You linger in bed for a moment, thinking about that strange dream you had last night. A visit from the ghost of Emperor Septim, telling you that you're about to go on an adventure. <laughs> What a load of goblin raisins. Maybe you should lay off the ale for a while. It's obviously affecting your dreams. To think that you would go off on a great quest. You'd laugh your head off if you weren't already so late for work. Hey, what are you waiting for, huh? An invitation from the Emperor himself? Get your skull out of the clouds before I take it off myself and use it as a soup ball. We have a situation here. Speaking of losing your head... Master Jay Lee seems more agitated than usual. It would be best to hurry up to see what he needs from you. You quickly get dressed, splash some water on your face, and rush to the main stable. So much for going on an adventure today. You just hope the boss doesn't fire you for being late. And hope that he was kidding about the whole using your head as a soup bowl thing. As you begin to wonder, what has him so upset so early in the morning?
you walk into the main stable and see Master Jaylee next to an empty pen, talking to an unfamiliar Khajiit. And you're absolutely certain, right? Why would this one lie? Khajiit saw it with his own eyes. A figure dressed in a red cloak, sneaking around the stables. Huh. Save your ramblings. My ward is here. Took you long enough. Catching up in your beauty rest, are you? Jay Lee shoots you a stern look, his arms folded and his claws tapping on his elbows in disappointment. Let me ask you a question real quick, apprentice. What is it that you do here at the stables? You give him a nervous smile, knowing full well that whatever answer you give, it will probably not be the correct one. Khajiit got your tongue, I see. Hey, this one has not stolen anyone's tongue. Give it time. I'm sure you'll get around to it eventually. I take great offense to what you said. Eh, you'll get over it. But that's besides the point. You, look around the stable. Do you, uh, notice anything amiss? You take a look at your surroundings. The white colt is eating his breakfast. The black stallion paces around restlessly. And the chestnut mare... Wait a minute. Where is Sweet Roll? We have a missing horse on our hands. Not missing, friend. Stolen. Now who would be dim-witted enough to steal a horse from me, huh? This one is just saying what he saw with my own two eyes. Jasir's eyes are very keen. If that's true, then the headsman could have whatever's left of the thief after I'm done with them. Sweet Roll was my favorite. And now she's missing. You feel a slight chill running up and down your spine as you recall your dream from last night. All you need to do is to find something that has been lost. No way. Can it be possible? Hello? Anyone home in there? Did you not hear a word I just said? You snap out of your daze and see Master Jaylee looking straight at you with an expression on his face that could kill a fully grown troll. Ugh, humans. Let me say it for you real slow. I need you to go looking for Sweet Roll. And this flea bag is gonna help you. Wait, what? Why must this one go too? Because you saw the blighter with your own two eyes, didn't you? A person dressed in red sneaking around the stable, yeah? Jasir did see, yes. This one's eyes are keen, but so is Jasir's nose. And Jatsir smells trouble. Well, if it's trouble that you find, I'll give you some coin and a few hot meals. I'll even let you sleep in the stable anytime you'd like. No deal. Not unless Jatsir gets to sleep in an actual bed. And not with the livestock. Huh. Deal. And you. You'll be doing this job for free, right? Consider it part of your training. Now hurry. I expect Sweet Roll to be home by sundown. Do not disappoint me. Jaylee turns to exit the stable, slamming the door behind him. Bah, temperamental as always. Excuse me, this one failed to make proper introductions. I am Jarsir the Seer. I see many things. I suppose we shall work together to find this missing horse. Then come home to much hot food, yes? The Seer extends his paw to shake your hand. Deal? You gladly oblige.
Excellent. We have an accord. The hunt begins. You follow the Khajiit out of the stables. He stops for a moment to sniff the ground. Hmm, yes. We head south. He motions for you to follow him as you take your first steps away from the stable and off on an unexpected adventure. You can't help but think about the dream you had last night. Was it really just a dream, or did you actually get a visit from the Emperor's ghost? You also can't shake a sinking feeling. It's like... It's like you're being watched. A few hours have passed since you and your companion began your quest to find Sweet Roll the missing horse. You do your best to keep up with the fleet-footed Khajiit, and you start to feel exhausted from keeping up with his pace. Ah, are you having difficulties keeping up with Jarsir, friend? Come, let us rest for a while. The two of you break off from the black road and find a shady tree to sit under, away from the bright midday sun. Hmm... This heat makes this one miss the sands of elsewhere. You do not talk too much, do you, friend? You politely nod and open your mouth to speak, only to get quickly cut off. Zasir has seen many things and has many stories. You know, Zasir was at Kvach when the Daedra took over the city. Your eyes widen and you start to listen intently to the Khajiit story. Not many people made it out during its destruction. So, all you've heard were mostly rumors, and never an actual eyewitness account. Ah, did Zasir pique your interest? Very well then. Zasir was there when the Oblivion Gate first opened. Swarms of fangs and claws filled the city, devouring everything in sight. This one managed to find safety in the chapel of Akitash. And let me tell you, on that day, Zasir began truly believing in the Nine Divine. They saved my fur. You hang on every word that comes from the Khajiit's mouth. To think he was actually there. You wonder if Zasir was able to meet the hero of Kavach. Oh, no, no, no. This one did not get the chance to speak with the hero. But I saw them fight. The Daedra were fierce. But the hero was fiercer. They were amazing. To see them fight, it was like seeing a mighty... What was that? Did you hear that? You turn to look for the source of the sound, but you cannot see anything but trees. Something is coming. You hear footsteps quickly running your direction. Quickly, draw your blade. Blade? What blade? You're just a stable hand. Is this one to understand that you do not carry a weapon with you? This will not do at all. Here, take this. Zasir pulls out a strange-looking dagger from his robes. One made of a metal darker than any steel that you have ever seen before. It is ebony. Very, very strong. I will give it to you. No charge. But you owe me one favor later. Do we have a deal? You gladly accept and take the ebony dagger from Zasir. But the moment you grab the handle, you feel yourself getting pushed on the ground. You wait for the worst, 
Then, you feel it. The wet, slobbery sensation of a tongue licking your face. It's... It's a dog. Huh. This entire time, you've been followed by a very curious-looking mutt. Eh, filthy creatures. Cecil does not have a liking to animals such as this. You manage to get the friendly canine off of you for a moment. You can feel his excitement as it furiously wags his tail. Wait. What is in its maw? You look closely at the dog's mouth and notice a piece of torn red fabric stuck to its teeth. Wait. You don't think. The mysterious figure dressed in red that was seen before Sweet Roll went missing. Could this dog have... Ah, very good. Perhaps this beast will not be so useless after all. It looks like it managed to take a bite out of the horse thief himself. Good job, boy. But stay away from Zasir. I do not care much for the dog slobber. You take the red cloth from the dog's mouth and hand it to Zasir to get the scent. This one is not putting that drool-covered rag anywhere near my delicate nose. Who knows what that creature might be carrying? Do not take that tone with me. You lean over to the dog and let it sniff the torn red rag. It lowers its ears and begins to sniff the air. <laughs> then, it starts running into the forest. Good riddance. I think the dog wants the two of you to follow it. It may have found the trail of the thief. You should see where it leads you. Bah, fine. This one will follow the creature for just a moment. If nothing else to humor you. But do not say that Zazir did not warn you if we get lost. You and your Kashyyyk companion begin to closely follow the dog deeper into the forest. Hopefully, it's leading you in the right direction. You enjoy the sounds of the forest as the sun begins to sink lower into the sky. Hours have passed since you began following the stray dog's lead, yet there is no sight of the missing horse. The only thing you can see is the lush green canopy of the evergreens, the occasional deer, and, uh, oh look, a squirrel. Hmm, that reminds me. This one is getting very hungry. How much longer must we chase this mangy creature? The lizard man has promised much food upon a return with sweet roll. Mmm, sweet rolls. Ugh, this one is starving. Zasir has a point. Master expects you to be back with the horse at the stable before sundown. And at this rate, you'll be lucky if you make it home by the end of the week. You start to feel a sense of hopelessness wash over you. Then suddenly, your canine guide stops in its tracks and starts to growl. Mm. Oh, Zasir knew this would happen. This treacherous beast has led us into the forest, and now it intends on eating us. Please, I implore you. Zasir is so young. I have much time left to live. Eat this one. He is much tastier. No. Wait. You hear something in the distance. It sounds like the chanting of a chapel. Wait, quiet. Zasir's ears hear something. Perhaps my eyes will get a better look. I will scout ahead. You wait for Zasir. I shall be back in just a moment. 
The brave Khajiit sneaks off into the trees towards the dark chanting. This can't be a good idea. But you do as you're told, and wait with the dog, the two of you hidden behind a large pine tree. To pass the time, you wonder what you could name the helpful pup. You just can't go around calling him dog all the time. I wonder if Jay Lee will let you keep him. Then again, you can already hear him scolding you. Why bring home a stray dog? You have enough trouble looking after the horses. But you're sure he'll let you keep the pup after it helps you find Sweet Roll. You let your mind wander for a moment more. Then you start to realize that the seer hasn't returned yet. Your new furry companion starts to fidget and whine a bit. Hmm. I wonder if he's worried about your other furry companion. Then, you hear it. You recognize that Winnie. You have to go into the forest to investigate. Whatever's in there couldn't possibly be as scary as an angry Argonian horsemaster. You gather every ounce of courage that you can muster and start to venture deep into the forest. You slowly make your way across the trees and heavy brush of the great forest. The unsettling chanting getting louder by the moment. You start to make out what they're saying. And what you hear doesn't bring you any comfort at all. All hail Lord Dagon. All hail Lord Dagon. All hail Lord Dagon. Over and over again. It's a chant offering praise to Mehrunes Dagon. The Daedric Prince of Destruction. The same dark prince that plunged the land into chaos and destroyed Kavach. What's going on out here? You make your way into a clearing until you see it. A group of red hooded figures surrounding a statue of a horned boy. Crude wooden chairs are set up around the statue and banners emblazoned with a rising red sun hang across the trees. You can also see something of very great interest to you. A group of horses are tied to a makeshift hitching post made from a fallen tree, and a familiar chestnut mare is tied to it along with the rest of the herd. It's Sweet Roll. One of these Dagon cultists must have stolen her. The nerve. But there are too many of them for you to fight off, and you doubt that you have the sneaking skill necessary to remain undetected. Speaking of sneaks, where's the seer? Silence. A voice issues a command to the gathering, and they immediately stop their chanting as a figure dressed in red begins to walk towards a stone altar set underneath the creepy horn statue. The Emperor is dead, and soon we shall find his pitiful heir. A new dawn is rising in Cyrodiil. One brought forth by the mythic dawn, and Lord Dagon. All hail Dagon. Is this guy serious? Soon every province in the Empire shall be laid low by the cleansing fire of destruction. From Hammerfell to Skyrim, all will crumble under our Lord's mighty grasp. All hail Dagon. 
Wow, this guy really is serious. The entire world destroyed. Alright, so maybe this is a little scarier than an upset Argonian horsemaster. Soon Lord Dagon will bless us with his presence, and he will crush even the mighty walls of the White Gold Tower. But first, we make an offering to his greatness. Bring out the interloper. Interloper? You don't think he means... Ah, unhands Asir this instant. A couple of cultists drag out a bound Asir and place him on the altar. This can't be happening. Lord Dagon, it is here under the sight of one of your many rivals, Clavicus Vile, the so-called Prince of Bargains, that we desecrate his shrine to show your dominance over all, including the other Daedric Princes. And we shall do so with the blood of this pitiful creature. Oh no. Is he about to do what I think he's about to do? The robed leader pulls out a knife from his belt and raises it into the air. Yep, this is happening. You have to do something to save your companion. But what? Huh? What is the meaning of this? The loud sounds of your dog's bark breaks the deathly silence of the ritual. The seriously deranged cultists are stunned for a moment, but only a moment. They all begin to rise from their seats, then pull out weapons hidden in their robes. Seriously, is everyone carrying a sharp object inside of their robes nowadays? That hardly seems safe. Your four-legged companion lets out a mighty howl, before charging into the mob of angry cultists, knocking most of them to the ground. You pull out your dagger and start rushing towards the altar. But it's too late. You only manage to make it a few steps before the leader plunges his knife into Zasir's chest. No, it can't end like this. You're supposed to be the hero. What about your dream? You see Zasir slump motionlessly on the table as the man responsible gleefully looks over what he has done. <laughs> You're too late. All hail Dagon. Zasir, he's... he's... Oh, you think he's dead, right? <laughs> Not quite. Wait, that voice. It came from the dog. That's right. The name is Barbus, actually. And no, you're not going crazy. Yes, I'm really talking. And yes, I'm a dog. Well, sort of. Just sit, stay, and enjoy the show. Show? What is this literal talking dog, well, talking about? What are you fools waiting for? Seize the interloper and his magey mutt. No, I do not think so. It's a seer. He's alive. But how? <laughs> what did I tell you? 
Just enjoy the show, chum. What sort of trickery is this? Ah, it is the best kind. A trick that's on you and that stuck-up Lord Dagon. The seer's body begins to glow and change shape, forming the image of a young, horned boy. No, this cannot be. Please, my lord, I beg of you. Oh, you haven't even begun to beg. He's done for now. Wrong choice of words, bucko. Maybe after a few thousand years in the fields of regret, you'll start to make up for this transgression. No, please, Lord Vile. A blinding flash of light engulfs the hooded figure as he vanishes from sight. <laughs> I hope he enjoys an eternity in oblivion. Play stupid games, win stupid prizes. The otherworldly being turns towards the rest of the group of cultists with a mischievous smile on his face. Ah, now for the rest of you. I hope this little demonstration serves as a reminder that there are far worse things that stalk the shadows than Mayrun's Dagon. Leave and inform your ilk that if there are any more desecrations of my shrine, you shall meet the same sticky end. Ta-ta for now. Yeah, I would run if I with you. The cultists start to flee into the forest. You turn to run back to the stables, but an unseen force stops you in your tracks. No, not you. Ah, I see potential in you. Not a great amount by any stretch of the imagination. Mm, but maybe enough to keep me entertained for a little while. Somehow, you're standing before Clavicus Vile, speechless and afraid. What's the matter? Cause you got your tongue. <laughs> I'll assume that your stunned silence means that you're ready to listen. After all, who are you to refuse the will of a god? Like it matters anyways. Don't forget, we have a deal. One ebony dagger for one favor. Isn't that right, Barbus? Right you are, as always, Master. Ah. <sighs> and I do believe the favor should benefit all of Cyrodiil. This world desperately needs a different kind of hero. And remember... The hero can be found in the most unlikely of places. The Nine Divine have the hero of Kavach. And I do believe I could use my own little champion to sow some chaos, strike a few bargains and have some laughs at the expense of a few mortals. So, what do you say? You ready to have some fun? Not that you have much of a choice in the matter. You really don't want to break a deal with me, or you'll end up far worse than our hooded friend over there. So, you dream. It wasn't the Emperor after all. Huh. Clever. A hero, he said sounds more like you've become the villain of the story. And you have to admit, you kind of like the sound of that idea. Everyone needs to do a villainous playthrough every so often. So sure, you'll be the bad guy for a while. 
that actually sounds pretty fun. Now, let's get this horse back to the stables. I do believe that this one has held up his end of the bargain and was promised a meal and a bed to sleep in by a certain lizard-faced horsemaster, one in need of a serious attitude adjustment. <laughs> After all, a deal is a deal. Thank you for listening to Sleep Mode. We hope that you enjoyed your experience with us. Please make sure to like and subscribe to Sleep Mode on YouTube and anywhere else you listen to your favorite podcasts. It's the best way to make sure you never miss a moment to enjoy some rest. If you'd like to help our channel grow, please consider becoming a Sleep Mode Patreon supporter for exclusive content and access to the Sleep Mode team. The link is in the description down below. On the next episode of Sleep Mode, We'll be traveling to the world of Gaia on a Mako-fueled adventure. Sharpen your buster sword and equip your materia. Because sleep mode, Final Fantasy VII is up next. We'll see you again very soon. Good night, gamers.